Everything's against me and it's got me down If I jumped in the river I would probably drown No matter how I struggle and strive I'll never get out of this world alive These shabby shoes I'm wearing all the time They're full of holes and nails Brother, if I stepped on a worn-out dime I bet a nickel I could tell you if it was heads or tails Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Who Goes There podcast, episode 68. It's George's thing. That's how you do it, Chris. <laughs> to my left is Matt Smith. To my right, Chris Franco. And to my further right, special guest. Hanging to the right. Oh. <laughs> Actually, that's really, uh, that's, uh, that's timely, too. To the far right. Yeah. Miguel Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, I get what you did there. See Sorry. what I did? Yeah. Yeah. Now who's steering the fucking ship, George? Mm, that's fine. You, 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 I give you one. <laughs> Too bad it's episode. a U-boat. <laughs> uh, you're back again with us. Yeah. Did we kind of force you into why. it a little bit? No, no, not at all. We kind of sort of did. I think we, I think we just snared him yesterday. <laughs> we're just like, <laughs> talking about green room. I have something well, I want to talk about. We're like, we were, here's some beers, by the way. We, we were like, uh, hey, uh, maybe come on the show one of these one of these days. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, how about tomorrow? Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's kind of exactly how it went down. Yeah. <laughs> But no, this will be a fun episode. So yeah, definitely. We're, we're, glad, we're glad to have you. Any news as far as the film fest are, are, are concerned? Um, not, not that I can uh, divulge yet. God damn it. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Until it's in stone, I can say nothing. Keeping that one close to the twin yeah. berries for now. Have, yeah. you, have you started to go through the submissions yet? Oh, hell yeah, of course. I can't <laughs> not. And uh, there's some good stuff and there's some bad stuff, as always. You can send us the bad stuff. And then we'll do the bad stuff to the boy. Uh, to the boy. 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 I can't do that. But no? <laughs> okay. I'll never get a submission again, and then we'll not have a film festival. Yeah. Uh, but I could ask them if it's okay. That'd be hilarious, though. You know, your film was so bad, I gave it to the Who Goes There podcast. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, no, not the Who Goes There podcast. <laughs> See, it ain't so. Those, Those guys are animals. Those Dude, fucking it's, losers. It's fucking kind of crazy, because we actually... We have a reputation for that. Yeah, we do. For but, yeah, for, being for telling apples, the truth, Chris. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, do do we? We don't toe that line very well, dude. Like, we we are very firmly in the. You mean we, we don't pull punches? We do not. Yeah. But we don't pull punches when we like stuff too, though. That's I mean, true. if we like something, we we blow it. Oh, there's something today that I nitpick on very hard. Okay, well, we'll get to <laughs> we'll it. get to it. All right, so, yeah. This movie? Yeah. How dare there's, you? No, dude. It's oh, well, it's, well, it's, well, it's well, stupid. All right. Is that a Hummer? <laughs> that, that is actually my version of that. So it's all sloppy. Uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. Just <laughs> dripping. <laughs> so SD metal swap meet was yesterday. Uh, yeah, I had a blast. That was really fun. It was. We were seated right next to the speaker, which was quite yeah, fun. It was. We, we got uh, to scream the, at everybody. It made me feel like the oldest person in the entire world because I go, they could fucking turn that down just a, a tiny bit. But it's funny because there was guys <laughs> that were like twenty years older metal. than us. <laughs> Dude, uh, some some of those moms walking around in like open. Death shirts were pretty awesome. Though. Yeah, they were. Oh man, the little kids putting on the pig head from Motel Hell was was pure. Oh, I got yeah. a picture of that. I, I got a post one. You should post that up. That was adorable though. A little girl throwing the horns, wearing the pig head That's from be- from Motel. She was Hell. like that six. Be our totally adorbs. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. Uh, what was what was this talk of a girl with dreads? Oh, <laughs> saw that on, saw that on the Instagram. Yeah. She was quite the looker, but oh, she was. was also quite not nice. Oh. Oh yeah, she was kind of a dick, huh? Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? 
I want to hear the story. It was nothing really. Like I just went into my my salesman spiel, and she was very unreceptive. And then she kind of just had a cold attitude and was like, "Huh, you're a salesman," and walked away. And then she just kind of shot us dirty looks. The rest well, of the yeah, day. Did she say that? Well, your sales pitch was funny. You were like, "Well, if you have a sense of humor and you like to have fun and you you know you want to have friends, yeah. buy our shirt." It's you like, you can fuck? come off as a bit of an arrogant prick when you're doing hey, your sales hey, pitch. I, I'm, not, wait, I'm wait, just wait, gonna wait, say wait, that. Wait, I did not do it like that. It was like, "Hey, Taylor Swift black metal shirt for charity," and it shows you have great taste and a great sense of humor. So it wasn't like, uh, you fucking, nobody likes you if you don't buy this, you fucking loser nerds. But do you think, I mean, that is kind of your sales pitch sometimes, though. Like, <laughs> well, that's because you want to make people you... think they need your product no, and it makes I, them better. Well, yeah, yeah, I should have told them that if they don't get the shirt, they want all pit bulls to die. Yeah. Well, your your pitch has kind of towed the line of, uh, if you don't buy this, you're pretty much just a schmegma-ridden hey. piece of shit. Wow. Well, yeah. Schmegma. A- that's true. That is true. And two, <laughs> buying a black metal Taylor Swift shirt does indeed show you have great taste and a sense of humor. Does it not? I speak facts. <laughs> well, we know that. Yes. <laughs> we know that. And then all these other people realized that I was telling the truth and I wasn't just selling wolf tickets. And then they went. And, Wait, I'm sorry. What? Then they wolf went. Tickets? And, wolf, wolf tickets. tickets. What the fuck? Is yeah. Wolf, t- wolf yeah. tickets. It's like it's like. And, when you're, even, and you're not even saying wolf. You're saying wolf. Yeah, wolf. yeah, I know. It's because my, my grandma says wolf. Like she okay, can't, no, no, she, no, no, she no. Can't you gotta explain wolf. Wolf, what's, what's tickets? A wolf tickets. Wolf tickets. It's like uh, I know this idiom as well. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of like the little boy who cried wolf. Like you're lying, you're telling shit, nobody believes you. I'm not right. just I'm not just pulling shit out selling of selling a lemon. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what a better you know what a better euphemism for that is? Wolf selling tickets. magic beans. Because well, yeah, everyone beans. knows that. But that's story. that's not as fun to say as wolf. Yeah, tickets. I like I like I like the idea of wolf. Tickets. I like it too. Yeah, I think if you say it, no one's gonna just because dude, just because you're not hip in the country you live in. Yeah, Midwest they know about. We live in America. Well, yeah. In, Which is really Midwest big and has in, lots of crazy in the things. America. No, in the America. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, maybe San Diego, in, America. If you're in the Appalachian Mountains, Chris, don't piss up my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> wolf tickets is wolf oh tickets. God. It's true. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take now it. you're yeah, a lawyer. The uh, yeah. the swap meet was really fun. I, it, 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 a shitload of people. Yeah, unbelievable. There was some great stuff there too. I was, I, you know, I, I don't buy a whole lot of metal stuff, and so I was like, I'm going to get out of here without spending any money, and then. <laughs> There was the horror booth, and then there was the serial killer booth, and then there was the taxidermy booth. I also heard that you threw down with someone for a shirt that you didn't even really want. <laughs> yeah. Dude, okay. Wrestling every, on the floor. Everything. Dude, everything. Ollie, Ollie was telling me the story when we went to go see the movie, and Matt was playing it off as like, oh, it lasted like two seconds. Ollie was no, like, dude. bullshit. You were down there fucking like being fighting. Grossly <laughs> blown it out was, of proportion. It was a good 30 seconds of him laughing. <laughs> Yes, dude. Because I knew I was debating whether or not I wanted to just like lift that guy's foot and snatch the shirt. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just give it to him. And then he gave it to me anyways because it was too small for him. He 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 told a really played down version of it. And then Ollie, of course, was like, that's not what fucking happened. She's like, you <laughs> were like. That's usually how it goes. I think Ollie's nickname should be Ringer from now on. Now. <laughs> she did ring your really, fucking bullshit, She really, bro. like, she sibs you, man. I don't think it was no no 30 seconds. It was, that, it, that shirt was mine. If he didn't get well, his foot it was 30 on. Seconds. Oh, totally. Okay, totally 30 these seconds. two just said 30 seconds yeah. and then completely it was a removed while. from this conversation. Ollie, what As she said at the movie theater, she said 30 seconds. I will put it this way. 
it was long enough for the DJ to notice and then make an announcement. They're wrestling over the shirt over there. Yeah, man. It was and then one. it was also long enough for the DJ to take the next prize and say, yeah, I'm not doing that again. The next one's for trivia. You, you actually you fucked up the you system. Fucked up for everyone. Hey, I'm a trendsetter, all right? It was long enough for you to d- disrupt a, the flow of the DJ. I'm, I'm a fucking pathfinder. Path okay. Ah, that's, that's what... That's I'm, a path clo- I'm a path, path closer. What, what, what cracks me up about the whole thing was is a shirt that you didn't even want, that you didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know what it was, but it's a rad shirt. I think it was long enough for me to notice the mortified look on Alia's face. Oh, she said that she was (laughs) It's a rad shirt, and now it's my rad shirt. I heard that she was actually, uh, like, Matt. Yeah. Matt. As your your second wife, I was also very embarrassed for you. (laughs) Yeah. Good thing I have no shame, so I don't care. (laughs) No, that was fun, though. Yeah, it was a good good event, man. It was was crazy. Uh, Standing room only. Yeah, definitely. It's pretty great. Yeah. I'll be back next year. Uh, maybe. The beer garden was a nightmare. I will yeah. say yeah, that. I will go on record saying there was no beer garden because it was impossible to yeah. get into. It was yeah. asses to elbows the entire way. But the burgers outside were good. But the burgers, yeah. So close together, Chris, that yeah, you're but that's, <laughs> touching other people's elbows. He's got to explain all of his colloquialism. Yeah. Was it, good. But was it a room full of like half... Little people, asses to elbows. Yeah, no, no was everybody just, was just an ape. Yeah, with dragon knuckles. Why don't you just say nuts to butts, dude? No, well, because not everybody is standing with their dick against somebody else's butt. And then, and then, I, and then I like butt. Chris is like, well, why don't you just say uh, Christmas is a great holiday, you stupid idiot? <laughs> Chris, what? What? Uh, it's just a, you know, uh, I'm just saying. Well, asses to elbows makes no sense. It makes total sense. Ugh. Oh, dude, I'm uh, I'm loving this show. So don't far. sell me a wolf <laughs> ticket, bro. <laughs> I ain't selling you no wolf tickets. <laughs> All right, let's move on to news. Anybody got any? Yeah, did you hear that not only are they redoing Interview with the Vampire, but Yuck. now they're talking about making your favorite Jared Leto as the stat. <laughs> well, they haven't said it yet. And please, then please don't. It's, it? out, it's out there that possibly the director is trolling people. Hmm. Yeah, because that really generated interest in me. I don't really give a fuck. I mean, is it any really better than or worse than Tom Cruise? No. No. I, you know what? Fuck no, fuck I, no. Tom Cruise is a piece of shit. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I thought he was good as what, a stuff. I hate Tom Cruise. With well, a I hate bloody him too, passion. but yeah. <laughs> you know who no. they No, there is no defending Tom. You know who really? they cast yeah. is Keanu Reeves and John Travolta together. Whoa. What? Wouldn't that be great? I got to hold, hold on. What what is it about Tom Cruise you're not a fan of? It's just everything? Because he's never a character. He's always just Tom Cruise. Uh, he never blends into his role at all. So yeah, he's, well, there's Tom Cruise again. So, so yeah. maybe so Melissa McCarthy right. studied at the Tom Cruise School of Acting. <laughs> there you go. I, 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 I could... I, just, I was uh, just thinking about... <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I was just thinking about what a Keanu Reeves and John Travolta interview with a vampire... That's, that's what I like. wanted you to do. Yeah. There's a vampire over there. What? what? <laughs> oh my god, it's so weird. Boo. At least Boo. that would be funny. It would be funny. You fucking got with Mr. You know that that actually kind of reminds me. I uh, I saw this thread on Reddit the other day, and it was talking about like what head to head battle would you want to see? Like that has an art, you know, like a Freddy vs. Jason type mm-hmm. thing. Mm. And like, <laughs> I've been I've been mm. saying this for almost twenty years. I've wanted to see Chucky versus the Leprechaun. <laughs> I've watched that before. Out of that. Yeah. How amazing would that be? You know, we've got like Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong, but like, what what would you guys want to see mashed up? Critters versus Ghoulies. 
Didn't they did something similar to that, didn't they? Or Ghoulies no. fought somebody or No, no, neither of them have, have gotten into head to heads. Uh, well there's that. They, um Ghoulies went off the rails following Ghoulies three, Ghoulies go to college. After <laughs> after that, right? And then there was Ghoulies four in which they abandoned puppets altogether and just had little people in costumes. I wanna that's kind of I wanna but, see uh, I wanna see Jason versus Godzilla. <laughs> Think that would be how would that work? Would he he just, would just he would just keep coming back. He would just get stomped. Just, on. It, it would be Bambi versus Godzilla, but just over and over and over. And <laughs> yeah, over. yeah. He would just like like get For one the slash rest in of, and then get squished. Throw another slash. The rest get, of eternity. That'd be good. Chris, I, I just said he did say. Oh, you did. versus Ghoulies. What about you? Oh man, let me let me let me go into Miguel the Miguel being here. all loud and shit. <laughs> Am I really being loud? Oh, no, you're great. I would also all like right. to see the Blob versus uh, the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, that's good. Nah, I like that. I'm going to go with the Baron of Terror versus... Uh, well, you really are going back there. <laughs> no, I, well, I've got a long list of movie monsters to go with. But who would I have the Baron of Terror fight? I think I'm going to have the Baron of Terror fight Barbara, Barbara Steele from Black Sunday. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Be> interesting. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay, well... So here well, I mean, Hollywood. have you seen Baron of Terror? There's, I don't believe I have. Very, well, I'm sorry, El Baron del Terror, because it's a mix, Mexican movie, but it's the same. It's a very similar storyline to Black Sunday, where you've got a witch, or in his case, a warlock, who's um, put to death by the conquistadors, and then comes back in the future to wreak revenge. Nice. Yeah, and so they have a similar. So I'd like to see them go head to head. See, Holly was just hashing out remakes, and we just had four original ideas right there. Mm-hmm. Boom. Well, I mean, kind of. We're using known hey, quantity. Uh, a, hey. a known trope. Yeah. Original <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Barbara Steele's still okay, around, then? although we did just lose Herman Robles from Baron of Terror last November. Oh. R.I.P. Any uh, any dead list updates? <laughs> None, dude. There's people fucking dropping left and right, but we cannot Cash get a single hit. No, we're boned. We're stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a couple more stupid fucking things we could talk about. There's lots of stupid the, things. The craft remake is happening, but I guess it's a sequel, but who gives a shit? A, se- a 20 year in the future sequel. Yeah, I don't know. And is I really gonna, don't care. They all look but kind of the same. I was saying this, that I would, I would love to see the craft if it was 20 years later, but with the cast of the new Ghostbusters. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That'd yeah, be fucking hilarious. You're talking about that light as a feather, stiff as a board, lifting Melissa McCarthy. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, I actually... On craft day, what was it? The, 20, the 20th anniversary? Mm-hmm. I was like looking around on their Instagram page. There was a craft day? Yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah. Well, are you sure it wasn't like a craft fair and you just misread it? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Sponsored it was, by craft food. Definitely craft. Hey guys, Dread Central was all over this, yeah, so man. you guys should be paying attention. Keep up. Keep up. <laughs> but I was looking at kind of like the actresses' Instagrams just to see how they aged and whatnot. And Feruza Bulk still on fire. It's crazy, fine. crazy. Yeah. It's like she hasn't even aged. Crazy no, she's, eyes. She's amazing. Still got, still got that look. Well, and, and uh, oh, because she gave up acting. <laughs> yeah. Did she actually like give up? Yeah, acting, oh, like, yeah, she did. She went to, I forget what her second career was, but yeah, she, she gave up acting. She owned a cult store. For yeah, it was something like she owned yeah. an occult store and a couple of other things. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm she, kind of surprised Island of Dr. Moreau didn't age her. Oh, just my in God. The- <laughs> that, that movie, holy shit, Have you guys shit, seen man. the... Lost the, Soul? Yes, awesome. such a good fucking documentary. It's really good, yeah. Oh, that's the one about how shitty uh, the, the director the was. It's basically about, like, yeah, Richard Stanley's experience at the beginning, and then, yeah. Oh, but... 
Uh, never mind. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. <laughs> Go see the documentary. Yeah, that, also. Really, that, it's that really movie good. is uh, a mess. Yeah, I mean, it's a mess. Oh yeah, life. but if you watch the documentary, you'll see why. Yeah, it's well, a disaster I mean, area. There, and, I, and it has one word or two words, I guess. Marlon Brando. Yeah, I watched. <laughs> I watched a documentary of Marlon Brando about like his his work with like uh, God. What was the uh, the Tahiti film? The Mutiny on the Bounty. Oh yeah, he was just a horrible person to work with, and mm-hmm. he never learned his lines. Yeah, Mm-mm. so everything was all cue cards with him, and it was just. Yeah. Uh, he was probably the reason why Island of Dr. Moreau was a piece of shit, but it's uh, among other among other things. There are lots. Of yeah, reasons, there, there are he, lots. He, of he sure as hell didn't help. No, except he did help give a lot of stories for an amazing documentary. Val, the, the other, Val Kilmer, I always... I was going to say Val Kilmer did. was kind of Val, the other part Val of it. <laughs> Even when he's terrible, he's great. Like you in mean, The Saint. You mean Kunth? Oh, man, The Saint was so boring. <laughs> it was. He's been in some boring-ass fucking have, movies. Have you guys not seen MacGruber? No, I've, I've seen okay. it. Okay. Yeah, that's just a... He's, uh, fuck you. MacGruber was awesome. Mm. It, it was... It had its moments. Y'all, y'all are dumb. Y'all done lost your damn we're, we're the dummies. Just tell me what you want me to fuck. <laughs> Just tell me what you want me to fuck. I'm going to fill you up. I'm going to fill you up. No, no, no. Let me do the talking. That's so good. That's all right. It's like every trope from every 80s action movie all thrown into one and just completely made fun of. Actually, speaking of really shitty uh, SNL movies. Speaking um, of which. Are we going to talk about Ghostbusters again? No. The, <laughs> the Miss... The Mist series from Spike oh, yeah. TV has a premier director, uh, which is Adam Bernstein, who has directed uh, episodes from Better Call Saul, Nurse Jackie, Californication, Breaking Bad, Oz. Pretty much if it's a really big TV show on TV, he's directed a couple episodes the, of it. The Mist as in Stephen King Mist? Mm-hmm. Yes. But oh. it's Yeah, it's going to be 10 episodes. Uh, they're filming this summer, and I guess it's going to be released sometime in 2017. But Adam Bernstein's very first movie he ever directed, it's Pat. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I actually hadn't heard about the Mist uh, miniseries. It, it's been kind of kicking around, but I think this is the first solid piece of information they've really released yeah. on it. So that's the thing now. Instead of doing remakes, they're just going to reboot movies into television which shows. Is all, which I'm going to watch which the is, fuck out of this Which series. is not yeah. bad. I mean, uh, as long as they're exploring other stories, I'm, well, see, I'm, I, I'm way okay like, with it. Like, I liked uh, Bates Motel. I got through maybe like the first three seasons of that, and now they have the Damien one, which I heard was, was god-awful. And then yeah, they're Haven't doing seen it. The Exorcist, and then they were gonna do Creep Show, and then there was like another one they were there doing. There was a disastrous Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, yeah. that lasted all of like. Was that a TV season. movie though? Or was, was it? I thought it was a mini series. Yeah, I thought, oh, I thought it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. four episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. What do you suppose they would do with the Mist though? Do you think they would just like? Well, that have would be my question. Different yeah. people's stories, or follow one like ten, one Walking episodes. Dead type story i don't know follow a group of people getting fucked up i think it'd, be, I think by it'd be better if they did like 10 different episodes in 10 different locations <laughs> in, in different points of view that would right now. Now, that, that would, would be, be cool. dope that would that but would that would be only the only way it would make sense for me because it's basically it's like people just hanging out in like a grocery store yeah, you could <laughs> do like a grocery store you could do like home depot yeah, the second kinda, you leave kinda. you're dead so. actually that could work actually they could stretch that out i mean i'd watch that if you took the mist even just the way the movie is and stretched it out there's a lot of story you know that's yeah, actually it's actually kind of brilliant because you know you when 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 you talk about like the zombie apocalypse you always think about like oh what would i do if i was in a costco yeah right or what would i do if i was in the grocery store sort yeah, of the difference being like in a zombie apocalypse you can plan like okay i'm gonna route my place from this place to that place and have a hopes chance well, in hell of getting to that next place and you can but in the mist def- you don't no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. you can actually defend yourself in a exactly in a zombie apocalypse like everything could be a weapon but there, there's no weapon in this and, and like seriously if they try to explain where everything no, where it came well, from no exposition well, it's actually yeah. it's actually but swamp you, thing farts but you know what you, you know what it is though right 
It's, well, it, they explain it kind of in the story, but it's, it's all tied in with the Dark Tower. Yeah, Dark yeah, Tower yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that if they try to, because that would just open up a big can of worms you're not going to get to in ten. So they might as well just call it the Dark Tower series at that point. <laughs> you know, that's on, true. That'd you know, be so good. It on would the, be. <laughs> on the opposite or on the reverse of that, I saw the uh, the trailer for Lights Out. Where they took this shitty little, Real bad, uh, right? little clip and then made it new. Yeah, it looks. It's like they showed the whole uh, thing in the in the yeah. in the trailer. That's typical. Real bad. I think I said in the theater, how many black stringy haired ghosts can we have in yeah. one lifetime? I'm fucking <laughs> so sick of it. Here, hell is hot and they sweat. That's why it's, it's wet all dumb. the time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it's it it logic. It's, it's so sad because that concept the as the short film was brilliant, mm. but. It has no legs. For well, a they, they essentially man. showed the short mm-hmm. like three times in the trailer. It was like, oh, Click. lights on, lights off, Click. lights on, Click. Click. lights off. Yeah, and it's like just just keep the lights on. Yeah, exactly. Just keep the lights yeah. on, guys. Stay, stay in in the light. Isn't but what if the, the power scene? goes out? You oh, get a generator. Backup generators, yeah, flashlights, generator. cell phones. Well, what if those go out? Fires? Those fucking sticks. You just break them. Just kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then just roll over and fucking die with your what ifs. Try to seduce the ghost. (laughs) Try to to fuck it to death. Surely there must be something we can do. (laughs) There's nothing we can work out. You're looking awfully cute tonight. Oh, my God. Hair in your face. (laughs) Mr. Ghosty. Is it a ghost or a demon? Your black stringy hair is just so sexy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Anything else? Uh, oh, uh, if you listen to this within a couple days of it coming out, Scream Factory is having a big sale on Amazon with a bunch of their Blu-rays for twelve ninety-nine, including The Burning and Sleepaway Camp, and the two movies that we'll be showing at Frights and Pints, Bordello of Blood, and Demon Night on Saturday, May 21st at The Ugly Dog. And we'll talk about that at later. the end of the show. Okay, uh, I guess it's time for a break. Um, song, Chris? Uh, yes, George. Um, yeah, I just thought this. Song, Which one of the ten are you gonna? Play? I know. Yeah, we had, we had a lot uh, that we were thinking about doing, but I, I think so. We're gonna play them all. <laughs> Here's well, it's a good thing they're all only one minute long. Yeah, yeah. Here's twelve minutes of music, <laughs> except for the DMX song, yeah, right? Six minutes. It is a six minute song. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I thought we'd go with the Vandals, uh, Mohawk Town, off of uh, When in Rome. Do it appropriate. Vandals. Very, very appropriate. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back. Anarchy oh. Burger. Hold the government. We'll be right back. Not, not appropriate. No, we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work. <laughs> we'll be right back. Killed some men. So they sent for the marshal to bring him in. Sent for Marshal Skin. He rode into town. He pulled his cowboy hat down. Cause everyone knows the skinheads. Skinheads are loud. Skinheads are loud. In Bohawk Town. The sun was high and his mouth was dry, so he rode up to the saloon. He ordered himself some red eye. He knew he'd meet John soon. Checked out all the Mohawks. Sitting round the bar, he knew he'd found Mohawk Town, and John couldn't be too far. He rode into town, pulled his cowboy hat down. Everyone knows skinheads, skinheads aren't allowed. Skinheads aren't allowed in Mohawk Town. 
walked out of the saloon And there stood Mohawk John He didn't have time to speak Both guns had just been drawn Now Mohawk John was quick The skin shot straight and fast He put a slug right through his heart And laid him on his back He rode into town He pulled his cowhead down Cause everyone knows the skinheads Skinheads aren't allowed Skinheads aren't allowed In Mohawk Town holding on to that for about three minutes yeah. all right well we watched green room yay yay directed by jeremy saulnier that's how that's said it is saulnier he said mm-hmm. it once bam he said it once did you go to wikipedia and listen to no that? i know i know <laughs> it's, it's like enunciated for him i know french names he, <laughs> he has had to pronounce it in many of his interviews for people yeah <laughs> i'm sure he has is okay <laughs> Green room, y'all. What do we think? Matt Smith. Uh two thumbs way up. Way up. Way fucking up. Miguel? Loved it. Saw it four times now. Whew. Chris? There's nothing about this movie that I didn't like. It's unanimous. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I have I've, it's, I've it's not one, even a kind of fucking loved it. I just yeah. fucking loved it. I have it. one thing about this movie that just well, why don't you just go ahead and kiss your fucking self? No, no, just it's, ejaculate it. it. But why don't you? So, why don't you tell somebody who gives a shit? It's so nah, dumb, though. All right. It's so dumb. So the IMDb synopsis of this film is: After witnessing a murder, a punk rock band is forced into a vicious fight for survival against a group of maniacal skinheads. Accurate. <laughs> it sounds so James Bond when they <laughs> say it like dun, that. Dun, the maniacal skinheads. I, I, yeah, I have a little bit of. Um, I take some. Oh, fuck, umbridge. I can't even say the word. Not, yeah, umbridge. With the fact that they call them maniacal. I don't think they're maniacal. I did not hear maniacal yeah, after once. No. Yeah. no they're no, very no. calculated. They're calculating. They're very, they're very, uh, they're a quiet menace, but not crazy. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, that makes it seem like they, they sit back like yeah. those fucking Harry they're Potter They're not bank crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of them are brainwashed by their leader, but they're still not crazy. They're just willing to go the distance. And, well, they, and... George and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. I, I think it it's portrayed very accurately. I oh, mean, totally. the, the skinheads, you know, especially like the, the, a lot of them kind of form into gangs and they're run very much like this with mm-hmm. like leaders and, and the very militant style. So, yeah, there's nothing it, it, maniacal seems. Well, let, let's let's kind of rewind a little bit. So there yeah. there's a, a punk band called the Ain't Rights. The Ain't Rights. The Ain't Rights that are a little bit down on their luck or the end of a touring season i it's guess it's a pretty it's, typical are, do, well, it's do, just, are there touring seasons 
Well, I mean, they said, well, no, they were saying like, you know, they were. Spring's a good time. Yeah, you know, when all the flowers are in bloom and there are long drives through fucking Kansas. I guess not seasons, but like sessions. Their tour. Their current tour. How about a touring run? Yeah. 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 You dick. I don't even know that it was like the end of it. Because they were saying they were going to do one more show or they were just going to head home then. Well, because I think they were just kind of out on the road and you know they didn't seem to be like that that big of a band and and it's like how punk bands normally kind of do it is they, they'll just make yeah. up a tour as they go it's they'll stop in a city and be like hey where can we fucking play and they'll and just set up anywhere warehouses man I remember the days of like book your own fucking life where you would just yeah. call make phone calls and set Dude, it all up yep. yeah. we've been there <laughs> been there yep but uh, this so they, movie gets that pretty. It nails it. Like, everything oh yeah. about it yeah, is yeah, super yeah. authentic. I totally. never siphoned gas though. I never did that. Yeah, I think there were a couple of things that he had to do for the sake of a narrative. Right. One is the siphoning gas thing, which but came back. It, no, it comes back in a big way for um for Every, Patrick Stewart's this, plot against him. But this, also still very authentic. Sorry, Matt, I didn't mean to yeah. cut you off. But also still very authentic because I, I just read the uh, the hepatitis bathtub and other stories by oh, No yeah. Effects. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're interested in punk rock at all, even if you're not, fucking great book. Okay. Uh, but, th- I mean, that's definitely something that they had to do. I think like, the yeah. Bouncing Souls, I read their old book, Blood Clots in the Mainstream by Rob oh, Santello. Yeah. And, they, I mean, I think there's some mention of it in there. It, it's, it's, it's happens. People have had to do it, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, it's, it does still work for the, for the narrative. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There was one other thing that I completely lost my track of thought on. But uh, maybe it'll come But that's But that's kind of what happened in this movie a lot was... was nothing seemed to happen for no reason. Exactly. Like everything that was in there kind of came back uh, a little later. And I don't know if you guys, I just found out recently that the director did another movie called Blue Ruin. Which is brilliant. I didn't realize that. And i that's one movie that I've seen like four times because every time I read the synopsis, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And I put it on. I'm like, oh, wait, I've seen this. And then I watch it. Yeah, Blue Blue Ruin was actually the last thing he did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Last one right before this Blue Ruin was fucking great. Yeah. But this this movie, very different movie though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very similar stylistically too. Oh yeah, totally. And had that same. Well, Blue Ruin's more nihilistic, I think. It's yeah, really yeah. dark. In it, yeah. Not that. Not that Green Room isn't. This is pretty fucking. Dark. But it, with yeah. Green Room, yeah. you have some people who you can really like latch onto. Right. It's like, oh, these are like my old friends. I right. know. I kind of. I kind of hated all of them, except for one girl. Who? Well, they're all kind of like you, man. Actually, no, there was only one that I really <laughs> the ca- hated. The, the characters in the movie? The, the only character I really hated was the main guy. Was it Anton, Anton Yelchin? Yelchin? What's that? Anton Yelchin. Is, is it Yelchin that, or Yelchin? That, uh, Yelchin, Yelchin. Pat? Is that the, the yeah. main guy? Yeah. Oh, no, he's great. I didn't like I him so much. He was fine. Yeah. I thought he was the only one that felt false. Like, I just wanted him singer... to say Weekther. Weekther, Weekther, yeah. Weekther. Wait, what is that? He plays Chekhov in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, not I felt that you like, would know. Not yeah. that I would know at all. I felt like the drummer and the the singer could have Tiger actually and... been could have actually been like like punks that they pulled in for authenticity, and that's why. Uh, yeah, I guess of, I, 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 I see what you're kind of saying. I think that the Pat, singer for sure. Pat yeah. kind of has like a, a out of he, place. He seemed feel he seemed him. like I, a I, sniveling I Elijah Woods to me. Yeah, but I, I also kind of think that Man, that's a little Elijah bit of the point. I do too, like, but he seemed he seemed yeah. like a, a pussy version well, of Elijah he, Wood. He is but a pussy. They set him up as a be, pussy. Yeah. Like they, because you know, like when they're playing, it's his idea to do Nazi punks fuck off to open the set. But then right before they do it, he's like, "Wait, we're not really doing this, are we?" Yeah. And then even the whole time they're playing, everyone else is like really into it, and yeah, screaming, and he scared. And he's, and he's like, like scared, like oh, watching bottle, bottles are flying. And then even when he tells the paintball story, he says, "Like I hid behind a tree until it was over." I didn't know. So, and so he found his courage. Yeah. So, uh, just I mean, just to sort of pin up the last little bits of the plot, and then we can continue talking. They they <laughs> they, they they play their show. Witness some well, not only witness somebody getting killed, but sort of the aftermath of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's them 
running for their life for the rest. Well, not running, but you know, fighting for their life. Hold, hold green room. Yeah, stuck hold up very in much the green so, room yeah. in their life. I, that almost got comic because like, it it, did, like, it, like the, they, it, when they kept running back into the green room. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you hit a brick wall, you have to go back. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, that was pretty gnarly, man. It was yeah. it, it 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 really had a, a really frightening feel to it, right? Right. The whole movie is tense. Oh, yeah. Right when they get to when they're driving up to the to where they're playing the show, I'm already like, oh fuck, this yeah. is this is gonna All go bad. bad. And, and I'll say this too, because this is personally my worst nightmare <laughs> is to be locked in a fucking building oh, yeah. with a bunch of racist skinheads. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I had a I had a movie that it, it was like a very very perfect analog to and I can't uh, I'll think about it. Romper Stomper? No, it was no, not not, nece- not necessarily yeah. another punk movie but something where like where a, a switch was flipped about a third of the movie a third of the movie Edge in. of Quarrel? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm glad you knew that one. No, oh, uh, uh, it, it doesn't really matter. But no, it's it's it was great because I, you know, you you knew something was coming. But yeah. you you, yeah. there's literally a moment where it's like, oh, these guys are fucked. And it's, I mean, but you get that overall sense of dread right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And and I'll I'll also say this about the movie too. I'm not squeamish at all. And the oh, violence in this movie, I I was like, I was so I, happy. I can feel it, man. I was so happy. When, I think a few times in the theater, I literally was like, oh shit, yeah, man. So, oh, the whole shit. theater I was in was like, oh yeah. When, yeah. It, when I saw with this, the arm, when the arm, the arm, arm is the the arm is the oh, worst. The one that got the biggest reaction at the last screening I did was, was the stomach. The, the stomach. Uh, that was un- the unzipping, and that yeah. happens so quick too because they're like, how do we know he's and just burn? I think what's so good about it is she doesn't rush it. It's slow. Every bit of by the way, who like. I couldn't tell it was her throughout the whole movie. Who? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, Imogen. Yeah, yeah, she's she's yeah. British. She is British. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, great in it. I watched this by myself, and like every bit of violence, like I got really wide eyed, like because I was like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah, I wasn't they, expecting they that. They really went. And for then it, man. getting to see it for the second time, but watching it with Chris for the first time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Chris I was, was like, like oh, 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 shit. Like, yeah. I, great. I was sitting there giggling on the inside, like, I'm so glad that he got that, or I this, got that reaction This is him. a great example of a film uh, using gore and violence to a perfect... Beyond effectively. Perfect mm-hmm. amount. Like, it wasn't, it never ever felt to me, because I'm not a big gore guy, like, I don't... I don't enjoy it. Like I'm like, yeah, hey, fucking blood, blood, bloody that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> really, really take it to the <laughs> limit. But is that, is that that's what I. That's somebody what, watches. No, that's him. Oh, you're a motherfucker. I, and I yeah. waggle my cheeks like yeah, Richard Nixon. And so this, this to me was it was really surprising because it it was gory and violent but also a tiny bit restrained which but was really it was, nice it was uh it was nuanced the beauty part was that there was a comment earlier on in the movie about how there wasn't enough blood and then the guy kind of just goes oh and then he when oh uh, when he grabbed the fucking yeah he knife. grabs the knife and then it's like oh there it is no that wait, wait, was, he doesn't yeah. just grab the knife well, he yeah. the knife, the knife like is sticking out of his dragging yeah. the head yeah, yeah that's yeah. an amazing oh. scene. The, the only thing he didn't do was like step on her head to pull the knife out yeah. no i think they wanted that effect of dragging oh, the body too. along with it and the yeah. little scorching sound oh, as the knife yeah. comes out what was that big guy in the the uh, he's a, he's, he's one of those guys like that yeah. you see he's him in all kinds of stuff and you're like oh what was he in he was in what's his name though yeah he's great though he's so he's so like He's so scary, and I love when he asks them. He's like, 
What was your second to last song? Like that, that, oh, that guy was fucking awesome. Wait, did you mean that guy, George, or the fat guy? Oh, you mean the fat guy. Oh, the one who got his, got creamed by the drummer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric Edelston. And he's in a lot of. I I, I was much more intimidated by the, oh, that guy was second to last song. He was just so, like, stoic yeah. the whole time he just could not give a fuck and then it was like that was fucking hard man and it's, that's, that's the one I that's did a song too. i did her too oh it's so good so well, it's too awesome because you think that that guy's gonna come back and be like a big part of the movie oh, yeah. nope gone nope just gone yeah that i mean uh, brilliant uh, yeah it's just brilliant the, there, there isn't much, much on your to point say. about the the gore and why it doesn't seem um gratuitous is because it's it just fits right in with what is going on. It drives the story forward. It's like, extremely realistic. It, yes. Well, it is really realistic, too. Yeah. But on top of that, I mean, they could have made it realistic without being quite as visceral. But they went for the visceral. Anton Yelkin's <laughs> arm um, was really brutal. And then the unzipping scene's brutal. A couple, a couple of particularly brutal scenes. Shotgun to the face. But, yeah. it was all, but they all came at story beats. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is what's going to make us go to the next part of the story. And it was all... It was all important and it, it it also raised the stakes yeah, every time it really well and and, 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 and sorry, sorry go ahead, uh, i just want to go, <laughs> go ahead. No, what was interesting to me is that particular scene the arm scene where he's got a, his mm-hmm. arm kind of caught out and you know, that happens a lot in horror films yeah and nine times out of ten somebody pulls their arm back and they're totally fine yeah they have a couple scratches yeah this was ah oh, fuck dude like, it, like it, dangling it, on threads yeah it, it looked was, like those, it looked like those see, rolls like when you when you get like the dough for the roll and but it's got like the slices in it and you can kind of bend you know what i'm saying that's yeah, exactly the, what it was the like biscuit yeah. rolls, especially the biscuit right rolls, here yeah. at the wrist yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. That, that so now i have i have an issue pertaining to that oh, but it, oh, it, but it comes here we fucking it comes late hey it's 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 Fucking relevant Jeez, though. It's bro, not. Always, it's not just always nitpicking stuff. Hey, but can you? Hey, can hey you, why don't you push your fucking glasses up your nose? Yeah, now? George, give me your glasses. Can you please? <laughs> can you please? Give me your glasses. No, you have no. to pretend. Okay, I'm, I'm. I'm just gonna put it out now. It comes like significantly later in the movie. Um, so this guy gets his arm totally fucked. Yeah. The the girl who survives gets shot in the leg and then gets her leg or previously gets her leg attacked by a dog. And as they're walking to the compound, it seems like neither one of them give a shit about their inner or their injuries. Like he's got that shotgun Dude. and he's wrestling with the guy the whole time. Yeah, but not all I have to say is not, a, se- not a single grimace of pain. And then that girl is walking th- when he's when, no, when he's when he's wrestling the shotgun, he's yeah. literally going, ah, because he's having to hold it yeah. with his arm. That is I useless. didn't, I didn't hear he, him. Grow, and I looked this time too, but then they're walking through the woods. The girl got shot in the leg and then mauled by a dog and she's walking through the duct woods. tape 101 uses duct tape yeah. fixes everything well I mean there's, a, there's which a also very punk rock yeah, there's a certain rock. amount of well I mean well, they're also do you, I mean they're they're in a life and death situation and their adrenaline is up to the tops of but, their but you know I, I, that I, is, I agree with you but at that point that is a pain I think, killer you I think it, uh, I think <laughs> I think adrenaline has been dumped at that point they should be in extreme pain at that point I yeah. think the time the adrenaline dumps is at the very 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 where they're last just kind of sitting there they, could they can't be, even move they could also yeah. be in various stages of shock because you know if you and you if the adrenaline's know, not going to leave as long as their lives are in danger it's fight or flight that is true yeah. okay so I'm gonna say that the one thing that bugged me that that really is that bugged me, is that the, that, that, that's the not, that's that not that the wasn't thing. even it no that's not the red thing. laces because this no no because this thing is is fucking stupid okay. and it was right. the one thing wow. that, that made me angry about the movie when they're at like the most dire of of the battle you know the door's already been kicked in so they can't lock the door they, the haven't, they haven't barred the door at all 
And she's like, I want to know the rest of your story. So he tells the rest of the story. And then it's like, well, let's play war. And then they take the fucking Sharpie and then do the face paint. And the guy shaves his head. And I'm like, really? Like, you're you're being fucking tracked down to be murdered by Nazis. And you're going to take the time to face paint and, and, like, shave your head. And I just felt like that was completely unnecessary and unrealistic. I don't know. I think that's it, the beauty of cinema. Well, yeah, but I don't but in want to see something completely realistic. I want something that's going to take me and tell a story. Well, let's also say, too, if this was realistic, those guys are dead within yeah. like 10 minutes. Well, probably. yeah, and if it was realistic, nobody would sit and just be drawing well, their fucking also, face with markers. Which is why the movie's better than realism, <laughs> just like all We movies. haven't talked about why there's any restraint with killing these guys, right? So Patrick Stewart's character, who is like the, the boss. We of, haven't even begun to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Stewart's character is like the the head honcho Darcy. and he is the mm-hmm. reason why there is restraint for not right. just popping these guys in the room he's well, got they're, a very, and they're being very smart yeah i mean he's got a very specific reason for everything he's doing because he wants it to look like an accident wants it to look like you know random whatever go ahead no i was gonna say i just love the line at the end when they finally decide to start and i know this is jumping ahead a little bit but when they finally decide to start using guns he says uh, shoot once, and if you have to shoot twice, make it a small grouping because you'll be picking out the bullets. You'll be yourself. picking out the bullets yourselves yeah. because it's, that means they're going to go and clean the bodies to make sure yeah, that so there's, there's no, no traces or anything, or anything like that, yeah. that they were using. But yet they were going to, to attack them with machetes, and like, well, they wanted the they wanted the, to look like they were attacked by the dogs, right? But a, a machete is is nowhere near a similar injury to a, a dog attack. Yeah, but I, I assume that we. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we have to infer, but they were probably well, right. Gonna, right. They're probably going to. They were probably going to mess up the, the, tear, up, tear up the bodies. And, yeah, and you know, and and, let, and what's his name? The the slick back guy with the dogs was probably going to have the dogs chew on them for a bit. Too. And he does also say whenever they're going, but he sends kind of like the second wave in. He says, "Use the machetes. Make sure you don't hit bone." Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, that was, I mean, a lot Which of that was thought out. Kind of fucking impossible, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, uh, especially if I you want to hit hard enough to cut. The, the, well, it, that it, arm was meat, definitely it, hitting some bone. But meat yeah. and muscle, for sure. But meat and muscle is actually a lot harder to yeah. cut through than you would think. It's you know, it, it's pretty you, tough. You, you know, a good amount about hard meat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there it is. Well, I've, there, I have known you for ten years, so there's sure. the dad joke of the episode. <laughs> nice. I think my favorite Darcy line was actually up at the mic when he's like, remember, this is a movement, not a party. Yeah. And that, like, says everything about their... And what a cool name, too, just Darcy. Darcy. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And again, very, like, I, I have to say it again, it's just the authenticity, like, down to, like, the, the, the dresses, the stickers, like, the bands they listen mm-hmm. to, the, the bird cuts that they gave the girls, like, everything about it, you know, back in the punk scene when you see all this yeah. kids walking around. all those Chelsea cuts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know... It's it's it was so authentic. It actually did kind of take me back so, to that. that I, don't, I don't know if any if if George or Miguel know this band, but did the did the skin girl kind of remind you of Erica from go. F minus? <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, no. Erica didn't have a bird cut though. She did. No, Jen didn't have a bird. She cut. She had like a mullet. Oh, bird, first of all, because if you have a bird cut and you're not a skinhead, they'll fucking beat the shit out of you, and then oh, they'll maybe. shave your head. But either way, she reminded me of... Is that haircut that she had a bird cut? Is it's what, what they, call, they, they call the girls skin birds. Yeah. And then the, the haircut that they wear is called the bird cut. Mm. I think what what, what the, do you think the odds of skinheads listen to our show? You know, I thought about that. Uh, <laughs> I, think I, I really want to like dig into this a little bit, but... I, 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 I mean, I, I can speak there's to many. it. Because, I mean, growing up... You should like, ask Dave Agronoff. He, he, he grew up sharp. <laughs> I was going to so. say, there's different factions of skinheads, right. too. Because yeah. there's like trad skins, there's sharps, there's, uh, you know... 
the hammer skins, which is like the racist skins. Because I, I almost don't want to get. <laughs> I'm not not You're that scared? I think, no, not that I'm, I'm scared. scared. I just George. I just like. Now they're pretty scary, man. It's cool. They are. Yeah. I mean, dude, like I said, growing up, if you like. I don't know. I don't remember when you entered the scene or not. And if you I've were been the same show for quite yeah. a while, yeah. But I mean, I remember going to like, uh, you know, was it the fucking, was it like a pie taster show or something like that? It was always oh, at the man. ska shows. It would always mm-hmm. be at the ska shows. And, uh, yeah. But like, because even the trad skins who weren't necessarily racist, still violent as fuck. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I remember like the big like fight breaking out and them running out, like stabbing hoods at cars and like just beating the fuck out of anyone, like taking center blocks and smashing windows. Oh, yeah. A buddy like, of mine got stomped out for wearing an anti swastika patch. On oh, yeah. Boot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, then they would just go to, I mean, no, they're fucking scary as fuck, man. Like, no. and that's no, why I said and, this and, was and, my and, worst and, nightmare. And again, not to say that I think that, like, somebody's going to listen to the show and want to fucking come kill us. That's ridiculous. You're just curious. Yeah. But I just, like, the punk culture to me is a little bit odd because when I grew up, I was in, like, Sort of raver jeans, like no, no, <laughs> jinkos. Where like, are those jinkos? He did wear jinkos. He I admitted did. he yeah, wore that was jinkos. In, that was in drumline. That was good shit. But <laughs> yeah, like, there's no, there's go nothing away. good yeah. about jinkos. When I was in like in seventh and eighth grade, uh, I was kind of into like the the ska scene, like you know the, yeah. the third wave ska, whatever the fuck. And you would see traces of sort of like the punk stuff kind of creeping in, but I never really like. I don't know, man. Like the red laces shit, I'd seen that before, but never really made the connection. And and that's a for real thing. Oh, oh that's yeah. a for sure for real thing. I mean, like, and I I I hope I'm not speaking out of line. I'm going to say it just as much as what it pertained to our scene. So I don't know if this is everywhere, but I always remember that if you did see skins, you always paid attention to their boots because it like the color of the laces depending on who they were. It sent out a flag. The way they were laced sent it out too because they could. They could be wearing red laces, but if they weren't speed laced, and it didn't right. necessarily mean they were they were racist. Like it, you had to pay attention to that shit too, because you had to know. It was like, should I fucking walk this way or are they friendly? Because I had a bunch of trad skin friends when I was, you know, trad skins, and and that was a weird thing because like trad skins and punks hung out together, but also a lot of trad skins and hammer skins hung out together, and it was. Very, I found myself at a party one time, just a really quick anecdote. But I was there with a couple of my trad skin friends, and I didn't know whose whose house the guy you know who owned it. But we were all hanging out, and I didn't hear anything or see anything weird. But then I went to go use the restroom, and I'm sitting there pissing. And I look to my right, and there's a big Swazi flag hanging on the fucking door. And I was like, oh, shit. So I am literally in the snake pit. I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, well, and I couldn't because I had I didn't have a ride out. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I think I was like 16 or 17. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that, too. I can't believe in a movie about racist skinheads, the N-word only got dropped once. once. I think that was no, on purpose. No, 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 no. It was at least twice. And it was, as far as I remember, it was always when he was talking about the, the drugs. Dope, the, yeah. the dope. And so it was at least on, on two occasions. I guess I only, I only remember once. once. Yeah. Because, yeah, he because it, he, did he call it like like nigger dope or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's what he called it. Right. So, wow, you so, really hit the hard R on that. Well, I mean, <laughs> so this know, is the thing. It's, it's literally a line. No, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, a quote. quote. Yeah. Is, is I, I caught the first one the first time, and then it wasn't until this time. So what happened was... The show uh, is not safe for work as fuck. So the, yeah. uh, when they wound up giving the drugs to Cowcatcher, which was the band that murdered the girl, they were like, "Oh, well, we're giving them a party, you know, to lay low for a while." But then mm. later, when he said, "Oh, well, he the, says it's our stuff, but it's their brand." Well, right, in case one yeah. of them gets popped for possession. But then later, after he gives, uh, I forgot his name, but he gives that guy his red laces. He says, "You think Cowcatcher will talk?" And he's like, you know, it's hard to say, like, but they need to watch out because there's some of that bad dope going around. They need to stay away from that other dope. So he's basically insinuating that he gave them bad drugs. Oh, like, yeah. no, he, yeah. he, he, he did, said that he we, did but, but he did, he did yeah. 
yeah. dropped that word the second but time. But he did mention that he doesn't label his own drugs, and those mm. little packets were they had labels. labels and, so. and he said something about we need to purge the people who are kind of giving us a bad name or like doing stupid shit. Because he, yeah. he said it. He was like, he, he did a, it was a selfish act. It was a stupid act that's going to fuck us all. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of saying, like, these guys are dangerous. We need to get rid of this, this like, generation of essentially these skins. And he's like, I want you to lead. And, so you know. on, on that note, he... Uh, for from for a while, Patrick Stewart was kind of just like, you know, this act is fucking us all. It's putting us all in the stew. And then later when he finds that baseball bat in the trunk, he says, like, you saved us all. Oh, yeah. well, so that's an interesting. Okay. There's a lot I, of. Yeah. The, the, the one thing I like about the movie is there's not a lot of exposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You have to make a lot of connections. So, so the, like, I assume that bat was used in a previous crime the, and it was supposed to disappear. Yeah, the but it was now a bit that of they evidence. have it, like, why does that save them? Okay, okay so right. it's, yeah. it's evidence of a crime. He's running away with Cowcatcher's girl, girl mm-hmm. and so they needed something for insurance. Well, no, that's his own girl, but no, no, it wasn't. No, oh, it, it was wasn't. Not. That no, was that was the whole drama. That because See, remember, I they say, that was... remember they say that she said that she was going to leave. She they didn't say she was going to leave with you. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. well, I yeah, I got that, but like, was it that other guy's girl? Like, I thought they just yeah, found Cal- out that she was... was leaving the movement, and then so he's like, "Well, fuck you," you know, like they the, blood yeah, the, in, the blood girl out and the guy were, were were running away together. Yeah, and, right. And, and the song was their cue. The song, uh, was... yeah, I get that, but like, was it? It was not the girl of the guy who murdered her, right? The guy who was all distraught and helping them, that was his girlfriend, right? Yes. Okay. He was the one who was going to run away with her. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't the cow catcher guy's girl. Yes. Yes, it was. He was running away with his Someone girl. else's girl. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but the point of the bat has really nothing to do with that. Right, right. Yeah. The they, point they, of the bat was that they were running away with evidence that could incriminate all the rest of the brand. Yeah, it was like which, an uh, which I'm policy. assuming, yeah, I was going to say, which I'm assuming they were going to use as leverage or something. Like that. Leverage. Uh, okay, so Calcatcher's so girl is running away with that guy. Okay, see, yeah. I didn't know it was Cal- I thought it was his own girl, and then they just found out, like, you're leaving the movement, like how you just can't walk away from a gang, and then so it's a little like, bit well, of you're both. leaving? Yeah. Well, fine, fuck you, you're dead. Yeah. I like, think there is some element of you can't, there, there's no, there's blood in, blood out kind of thing. Well, right. I think because, because actually, because thinking about this, they said that the song was, the song was the, um, Meat Grinder. Meat Grinder. Which would, yeah, that was the 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 flag to say killer then but the guy I thought said that, I, killed, I thought that was I their killed. I thought that was their flag to leave because Cowcatcher wasn't on stage yeah oh, was that, that, right? that was their that was their cue like, to leave I think it's when that they was play, their cue to leave yeah I'm when they sorry. play Meat Grinder we're gone the, the 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 cue to kill her was the yeah yeah our uh, hero to- was Toxic Evolution yeah. Toxic Evolution that's, well that's what I was it's, saying it's really like, hard okay, man yeah I never mind I misread all fucking hard man it's it took me a little bit I actually had to. Uh, read a couple things about it before I was able to piece all of the little bits of the story together. And the more you watch it, you uh, get to notice yeah. little things at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. I that makes come, sense I too. Because I didn't come the, up with that on my own. Because remember the the guy was out and he was he, like he goes uh, oh new car or something like that and he goes mm-hmm. yeah he goes I'm just turning it over to make sure or whatever blah, blah blah but he was just trying to warm the car up so mm-hmm. that when so they can peel out. Yeah, yeah. out yeah yeah see and it makes a lot more sense like when you've seen it like two or three times I can't wait to see this fucking movie it's a again. love yeah. story at its base <laughs> although let's talk about this because I think we've gotten far enough to, to talk about this. So the last two left is Anton Yelkin and Imogen Poots. Uh, so that the skin is that girl, her name? Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. Yeah. Poots. I think. Poots. I think. Can, can, before we talk about them being the last two left, okay. I, I do want to mention. 
how all the other people died. Not only fuck. how all the other people died, because th- that that is bound to I happen. Died, died. But <laughs> kind of like with the violence happening in story beats, two people die. Very important story beats. Just when you think things might be okay. So you got the drummer, mm. who is the only one of their group who has any kind of ability to defend himself whatsoever. Yeah. Puts that guy in a fucking armbar twice. Yeah, yeah, that huge dude in an armbar twice. And then and breaks it at some point. Oh, that was so good. It was very Shit. satisfying, actually. I was, was hoping the whole time it would happen. And it's like, yeah, there it is. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like one thing I was talking to uh, to Beth Accomando, one of my the film critic here. She was kind of upset that the drummer bought it so early. I was like, but that had to happen. It absolutely that had to happen. He couldn't be the hero. He couldn't be the hero. Yeah. And as soon as he's gone, the danger level gets turned way the fuck up. And then uh, you have uh, the traitor. That's a good point. Who comes in? And you're like, oh, all right, now, now we get, now we're getting somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. And he lasts all of two fucking seconds shotgun yep. to the face. before yeah, a shotgun he, to the face. Oh, yeah, that he was eats it gnarly. in the worst way. Dude. Oh man. Well, because you know, slow. He, I was like, goes, oh fuck. He yeah. says, he says, uh, I know where the shotgun. Boom, boom, yeah, done. Yeah. It's like fuck. And fucking, I, I was like, I told Matt this. I was like, uh, the whole time I was just like, don't kill Alia Shawkat. Don't kill Alia Shawkat. And then as soon as she bites him. No, she yeah. had to die, too. Yeah. 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 Fucking Alia Shawkat. She was too smart. Yeah. It's basically, it left it down to the two least likely. Yes. Yeah. Well, because one could potentially still swing either way. Right. And then the other one was, the A, the most cowardly one, and B, also the most fucked up one. Yeah, the one that really ruined that, But that girl was actually pretty fucking smart. And yeah. Like, yeah, but but it oh but I love it takes she, a while she could before. Shoot a gun oh yeah, totally. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but it takes it takes a while before you realize it. I mean, even like I think one really great part is when all the power goes out. Yes, oh, yeah. and she lights the cigarette. And she lights the cigarette, yeah. and you're like, oh shit, she has been on their side the whole time. Yeah, and I thought but, she was a traitor too. Yeah, like if, it it lets you think that. I love it. She, totally she gives it purpose. to him because I love that too. Because at first yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? The she lights the cigarette. Cherry moves. The cherry moves. The cherry does something you don't like. Like shoot him, and then you're like, oh no, she's cool. Then when she comes out of her hiding spot anyone a predator and the only yeah. thing I think one of the things that bothered me too is when so uh, they get into a fight down in the little cellar whatever the fuck it is yeah the drug bunker yeah and then she kind of creeps up on like them fighting like get to them kill him go and you guys you need to remember this is cinema it's yeah. an art no, form yeah. and it wouldn't have been as fun except with that slow click and she walked well, it's so much better okay. when I, you realize I, I, it's I, not fucking real now I would well, argue I would argue this if they didn't show her at all it's just showing the struggle and then it's just a pop pop like and then you see her I think that could have been as effective well, as the nah. slow walk hold on nah, I love the slow walk I'm also gonna I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring as far as so one thing was um, when he was hiding behind those those plastic slats and the guy was approaching slowly 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 I was like why doesn't he just jump out fucking hand with a machete but then I thought about it and I put myself in that situation and I was like Shotguns I don't range. fucking I've yeah. never swung a fucking machete at somebody and I don't know when he's gonna come through the fucking door and I'm scared because I don't want to show even like my elbow because he's gonna shoot me yeah like it was to me very realistic. No, that worked. Even though she and even though she knew how to shoot a gun, again, we don't know if she's ever shot anyone. We can assume, but like, uh, so walking That's up. That's a it, pretty amazing. Also, two shots. also yeah. too, also too, yeah. if you shoot someone at that close range, there's a very strong possibility you're going to miss and hit the other guy. So she could maybe that's been, what she was doing, kind of waiting, biting her time a yeah. little bit to get a good shot. At least and she both knows. Of them it's probably a stylistic choice. Both of them probably would have been yeah. slightly Tension deaf after yeah. that as yeah. well. But at least you know. she knows about double tap. Oh, I also man. always double tap. Yeah. Bam bam. Oh, like in the neck and the fucking. Oh, so, so good. good. Uh, Jake, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, guys, I, I, I don't think that was her first rodeo. 
Like, no. I think I think oh, she's yeah, I, don't think so. I think either. she's gotten into the shit before. She also has the great the great line where he's like, I was gonna mess up the crime scene. She's like, I think we should make another one. Yeah. yeah. She was fucking hard. So I also want to talk about this too because I, I loved this aspect of it. When the band at the very beginning is getting interviewed by the radio station guy and he asks them what's your desert island albums mm-hmm. and they all are like, Oh, the misfits. Oh no, like uh what DC no the, the uh, fact that the oh, guy Cro-Mags. said Cro-Mags yeah. and Poison yeah. Idea, I was like, huh. Somebody did their homework. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, no, no. Mike Saulnier used to tour with bands. He, yeah, this is oh, he was totally. Like a punk. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he said I wanted to make a movie for my eighteen-year-old self. He was totally in the scene. Back, and you can tell back in oh, like nineteen ninety-five. Well, so yeah, like a lot of it yeah. felt really like you said authentic. Like the the I mean, you've been on tours, so yeah. like the guy, the punk guy that's booking the tour, and then yeah. you wind up I, playing a Mexican I restaurant. I love that character, by the oh, way. Oh, the broad yeah. kid. Yeah, he was yeah. he was super cool. I thought he, I, I thought he was a cool little touch because he wasn't like you know you had the from normal pop culture like these punk kids are like oh they're fucking idiots whatever but he's like really intelligent really mm-hmm. well spoken mm-hmm. it's just it, he was a great character he was going to work at five in the morning yeah. yeah no he reminds me of a lot of those kids who would book shows yeah and, oh, totally so so back to my point um, <laughs> uh, when he asked them you know so they all start saying punk albums and stuff like that then when they're about ready to make a run for it from the green room everyone all of a sudden like they're Changes like the yeah they're like uh, Prince all right, yeah. so I, on that note, okay, I, when I the horrible imaginings got invited to pre-present for uh, for the studio, which was really nice. So they always do these shows, like when I got you guys in the Crimson Peak, it was the same kind of thing. Uh, Alia went to that one, yeah. but it was on the day Prince died. A little humble. Oh, guy. she the, told me about yeah, this. the yeah. exact day Prince died, and when the drummer was like Prince, yeah. the whole theater was like, oh, and then everybody, it was kind that, of fucking awesome. Yeah, that is uh, see, cool. that's a gut punch you won't get watching it after. No, no, no. <laughs> there's only one time you can have that happen, <laughs> yeah. and that was it. And I'm so happy I got to experience. It. I love too because Image and Poots after they say this because one says Prince. What did the other one say? I don't she know. said uh, Simon. And Garfunkel. Simon and yeah. Garfunkel, and then and, the and then Imogen Poots goes. Imogen Poots goes. Madonna and Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. So that falls back to which leads to. And the, the other guy was like, "That's still I Misfits." Still yeah. yeah, I'm still, still Misfits. Which I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. dude!" Uh, I was. I would totally take Walk Among Us to fucking yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so that, and then at the very end of the movie, when they're just sitting there, uh, and it's you know again the last two, it's Imogen Poots and Anton Yelkin, and they're just they're just uh. Fucking sitting there waiting for the police to get there, and he goes, "I think I finally found my, uh, I think I finally found my my Desert Island album." And she just goes, "Tell someone who gives a shit." Yeah. And then yeah. the movie just Roll, ends. Run credits. Yeah, that's I was perfect. Like, that, I think that's the such only a punk the rock way to see, end guys. Too. I actually I actually did some reading, and his Desert Island band was J Beebs. He's totally into J. You're such a fucking clown. He is. That's what it is. It's no. J Beebs. You did some research. <laughs> well, I was always saying too, because and I. I think the reason he didn't want to say, because uh, he, he even says something during the interview. He says, I don't want to be 70 years old and still listening still to Minor, minor threat. threat. So I don't think, like, he kind of seems like of all of them, he was kind of the poser punk. Yeah, like, he was yeah, the least, right? least sincere. That's yeah. why I said he felt false the whole time. and that's Well, maybe that's good, though, But that's right? part because of what like builds his character. his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes total sense. I, I mean, I like that, too, because it's like, uh, you know... It's part of what makes him the least likely to survive. Well, and in a lot of ways, too, you see, like, I, I loved, again, kind of going back to that whole thing where when they're in the shit, when they start renaming their Desert Island thing, that was a big thing growing up punk, too, is people would make fun of you for what you're listening to, but if you went and dug in anyone's albums, like, I had Meatloaf, I had fucking, like, Aerosmith and shit, like, that were, were I liked better than a lot of the punk albums I was listening to, mm-hmm. but you don't say that. Well, the thing, the thing about the punk scene is... That kind of always was shitty, and it goes back to what the real meaning of Nazi punks fuck off yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
is it's supposed to be this do whatever you want thing, but it absolutely was not. Until you do something. You had to pose. You had to do that a little bit because people would give you shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I, you know, I want to listen to whatever Aerosmith. Yeah. Although I I don't have an Aerosmith. You know, I think I I have that same feeling about kind of the metal scene at the same time where I'm like, well, come on, man. Like, why do you? Yeah. They all want to be like this do what you want thing, but they're totally policing each other. And again, this isn't this isn't disparaging to the metal scene. Although it kind of it's is. It's not the scene for sure. It's just but, but it's certain people. I think, well, it's not just certain people, but it's also part of being a teenager, too. That's I think, true. like, once you get old and yeah. don't give a fuck like us, it's fine. But, like, when you're being a teenager and part of the punk scene is finding out your identity and then you want to, like, really mold yourself to that identity. Right. Yeah. And you have this I, I idea of yeah. what punk is. Like, I yeah. love the singer at the beginning go, rooting through that kid's record. She's like, this guy's for real. Yeah, it's yeah, like, oh, true. man. He's got all the punk points. Yeah. Well, like, that, all, all I could think of is that Jawbreaker song. And we used to say that shit too because yeah, like if we points. if we did see something like or we'd like come across them like somebody had like uh like I don't know, like crisscross album or something in their CDs. We're like, shit. we're like, oh, that we're like, you need sick, to go man. set a bag of trash on fire and get your punk points. Back. Get your punk points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three, four. Who's punk? What's the score? Yeah, man? yeah, yep. That's MXPX. That sounds dude, no, that, that, man. That's Jawbreaker, and yeah. it was covered by yeah. MXPX. That shit sounds uh, still, exhausting. Jesus man. Christ, still MXPX. <laughs> Fuck MXPX. Back, back when Jawbreaker Christian was Christian punk motherfuckers. Back when Jawbreaker was punk. Yeah, yeah. back when Jawbreaker. Yeah, prior to Dear You. Yeah. That, much, that much focus on your identity sounds fucking exhausting. It is. Exhausting, yeah, and that's yeah. why you know that's why people leave the scene. You know, you know what it is? is I, it, I left for a while because I was oh, just like, "Fuck this!" Is you know why? Is because when we were younger and we were we were punks, like it was. I mean, when you're punk, you're punk. But like back then, we spent our whole time pretending we didn't care what people thought when we really do. Totally. And now that yeah. we're older, oh, yeah. we don't give a shit what oh, people you really, think, yeah. and we pretend like we do. Well, because you know, when you grow up, it's like I don't. First of all, I don't have the fucking energy to really care what you think. Yeah. And uh, like I'll sit like I tell people all the time, they're like, you know, oh this is stupid. I'm like, I like Adele. Like, yeah. fuck you. Fuck yeah. She's got a great voice. Yeah. And you know But but but, but then but then Forever and Counting will come on and you'll be like, no, this is still a good album. No, I actually I will say categorically, I probably listen to more punk now at thirty four than I ever did at seventeen. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah. funny. I have a nice little mix of punk with my country, which is nice because all the punks that I used to listen to now have grown up country. and doing yeah. country and wearing yeah. flannel. Well, they, oh, so What's I was going to bring that up too because they always said like the skinhead retirement camp was greasers. Oh, Tim Barry. Nice. Uh, and then the punk retirement camp was country. Yeah. So. It's, it's funny. There was a, a cable guy that came to my house when I was 16. He's like, oh, you guys listen to punk? And we're like, yeah. He's like, you know what happens to punks when they get older? You listen to country. And we're like, fuck no, man. Not me. I'm fucking punk till I die. And like, no, I, I listen. In country and sure enough, yeah. Time. Until all Chuck Reagan puts out a country album, and then yeah. you're gonna listen the fuck out of it. <laughs> Hell yeah, Tim well, Barry was first. Well, at least for me, Tim Barry was first. Well, yeah, but I mean, even that, like, fuck it. I mean, we could get, we could really go all over this. But we could talk about punk for a while. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, go ahead and um, rare back. Yeah, but I was gonna say, um, like, a veil. Even it was punk, but there was a lot of rootsy kind of metal country in the shit room. in there. Oh yeah, well, there and they were on Lookout Records, which was crazy too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the but Lookout's, I lived in Lookout's roster was fucking. Oh yeah, insane. you were from Maryland, so that was. Well, I, I lived in Richmond for a year. So I, I would good. move to Richmond. Like I went there a couple years ago. Richmond, it was all punks PA. and metalheads. It was fucking amazing. Like, Dude, well, that's Richmond's a really conservative city, so you have all the backlash. Well, now it's like college too. So yeah, it's, it's, it's VCU's there. Yeah, I knew I wanted to live in Richmond when I visited there from Baltimore one day. And we're walking down what we called Shit Block, which is the 1100 block of Grace. So I hope you have some Richmond listeners. But uh, we're walking down. Not likely. And, and there's, there's, we have two. It's I like think. all these row homes where all the and uh, 
all of a sudden coming crashing out of a top floor window is a couch that's on fire and boom lands on the lawn like a few feet from us. I was like, I love this town. <laughs> and, then, and then Miguel asked, who's going to throw the toilet off the roof? <laughs> we already smashed the TV. With the do we want to do we want to end the movie talk right right about right about there? Or is there anything else you guys want to talk? What's, about? Your, what's, what's your desert island, man? M- me? Yeah. <sighs> It's got it's fucking tool. It has to be tool. Yeah, the for me those albums are all listenable over and over and over again. Silver chair. It was just with five albums, I've got like twenty. Are you fucking with me? Is it really silver chair? Oh, this boy it's, loves it's silver, chair. silver chair. Wow. Because I liked their older stuff, but I, I fucking love their new stuff, and it's got like such a ride of wide range where like the earlier stuff is like harder, kind of grungy, and then it gets into like really melodic and, and like you can do this. You what about you chris god that's tough um i fucking don't know i'm gonna have to be the anton Yelp. yeah you're I anton no, he's oh. gonna, we have to kill him uh, well yeah, no because yeah. it, well, i don't i don't i mean i don't care i'm not you're the only one who's gonna live that's all well no it's just Damn because it. it's like you can ask me today and i can tell you but then tomorrow if you ask me it gotta be something completely different because uh, like right now if you it's ask all me mood based yeah and, if you ask me now, I'm probably going to say something like uh, the Bouncing Souls, just because there's so many different like they have such a uh, yeah, but Ghosts on the Boardwalk was so bad. Well, that's what I'm saying is they <laughs> they evolve so much that at every period of their career, like they have kind of a different sound, and so it's like nice uh, the, because the other one I was going to say was the Mighty Mighty Bostones because there's like ska and punk and metal. Ooh, and all let's that face shit, it, too. just got released on red, white, and blue vinyl. Mm, that's such a good album. Nice. Oh. What about you? You you brought it up. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go with the band. I think I'm going to go with the Ennio Morricone film scores. Wow. Nice. <laughs> you, you, forgot to, you forgot to push up your glasses when you said that. <laughs> They're the best. Jesus. How many albums is that? Or how many? Oh, fuck how many below. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got enough. He's got enough. There, and there's a wide years. variety there too. Yeah, that's a good choice. There, there was one more Fucking thing. John about, Williams, bro. There was one more thing <laughs> about Mari is better than John Williams. That uh, <laughs> that final scene with the dog just broke my heart. Oh, oh I told man, Veronica about great. that when I came home because yeah. also like so they know and you. I don't know if you do, but my dog. Well, we just found out he has lymphoma, so oh. I've been very yeah. It's, no, it's, I didn't know that. So I we've we've been very. You know, it's been it's been rough. So anything having to do with pets or anything, when I see it, I'm just like, he was home to die. Squeeze a tear. Yeah, dude, seriously. And so when I saw that, and plus because my dog is half pit, so whenever mm. I saw that, and he like late, he because they show him like trekking and trekking and trekking and trekking, and you're thinking like, shit, he's gonna catch up with them and tear him apart. Yeah, why is this dog casually trotting? Yeah, he just bypasses them and lays down next to his master, and you're like. Motherfucker, yeah. man. Yeah, so at that sweet. point too, that was a good little scene too. It because was a great at that point, scene. they didn't have any more ammo. No, they kept clicking. They kept clicking. Yeah, they were like, "Fuck!" If that dog turns around, they're fucked. Well, and they were doing a half Harley too. They're like, "We give up." Because yeah. even even as big of a piece of shit as that fucking guy was, because the last thing he said when he gave that dog the mm-hmm. shot and said that he'll live for another hour, I'll consider it a personal favor if he dies with meat in his teeth. Yeah. So that's like, what he's. I couldn't yeah, figure it out okay. either time. I'm like, it's a great line. It is a great line. I'll consider it a personal favor if he dies with meat in his teeth. Yeah, great line. I'm like, but if you bring me guy. his teeth, I'm like, no, you no, want no. him to rip his fucking teeth He's out? essentially like, saying, like, yeah, no, you know, Completely different than I, Yeah, I, yeah, I want him yeah. to go out with some dignity, okay. part, that whatever. Makes, that makes a lot more sense. But yeah, instead, that's badass, oh, actually, fuck. I just think, so he asked, he said, I want him to die with meat in his teeth. What a good fucking, like, a good little, like, twist that the dog died laying next to his master all yeah. sweetly. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> 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 because pit bulls are sweethearts. They are. And that's why we're having fights and fights. 
Saturday, May 21st, to benefit pinups for Pitbull's wow. charity. Man, that was an awesome segue. Most of the time, I, I want to piss in your mouth when you say those. What? but I, I did, And I didn't even say speaking of. I know. Well, I'm, I'm sort of bummed Miguel pointed it out. Yeah. God. Damn. But anyways, you uh, did so the good. thing. You did the thing. Saturday, Sorry. May 21st, Ugly Dog Pub. It it's free. Uh, starts at 6 o'clock. We actually just confirmed our two live artists, which is fucking amazing. Uh, thanks to actually not, Miguel not to, and not to say that we're behind on this whole thing. But. No, no, no. But but we've been trying to find like great artists and Miguel and John from Dread Central have been talking to uh, to uh, Lou, Lou Rusconi. There you go. I didn't want to slaughter his name, so he's going to be doing it. And actually, somebody named Jessica Van Huel found us. Now, and uh, she found you because I asked my friend Jason Height. Oh, okay. Well, okay. that was from now, me. Now, that was indirectly from me as well. Now that we've figured that out, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this on the air then. So she she comments. And she's, she's awesome. Like, she's like, I got asked by my friend Jason to Jason do Hyde. this because he's uh you know I guess he's involved in the event and I'm like, would you send us a message, a private message, please? And then I'm like, yeah, we don't know who Jason is, but uh, well, that's, thank that's you. totally cool. If <laughs> uh, if do yourself a favor and look up Height Studios, he's on Sandy. Oh, it's so his good. stuff is brilliant but it's all sculpture so but well she's well, her, she's telling him that uh the conversation was super awkward and so now he has to come and, and have some of his gear there so hopefully really? he'll be there oh uh, but either way we've got two great awkward no 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 it wasn't but like we were joking because i was like yeah we don't know who jason is but we'd love uh, to have you on gotcha. and then she's like i'm gonna call him and i was like you should tell him that i was I, you know what I'll, I'll jason emailed me yesterday and gave me her email address so i'll email her okay and i'll be the go-between <laughs> that was i'll be yeah, like I, look you you messaged Matt, but you should have messaged me. Well, I, won't, I won't actually say that. She well, she'll be there, and her, the, her art the, is amazing. I read the yeah, conversation. Really or the conversation. She goes, "Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> Who am I talking to?" <laughs> no, I'm, I'll just say Jason Height gave me your email. I'm kind of a liaison for this Frights and Pites thing. It's a riveting podcast. The, I'm the really only one. Shit yeah, no, one. this is not. I hope you edit this shit out. Look, fuck no, dude. There's no edits. The, the oh, point man. is, she's amazing. She's yeah. a really great artist. <laughs> so, My wife is a huge fan. She's so, really good. She's yeah. Awesome. So we have. So we have our live artists. We have more giveaways than we can even announce. Oh, it's just kind more of wild. Coming. It's a yeah. little nuts. And, uh, so please bring your money, and if you don't bring your money, bring your card because we take cards and. Uh, <laughs> Let's and if make, you don't, you hate dogs. Yeah, and you want them this all to true. die. And you, and have you don't have a sense of humor. And no yeah. sense of humor. Shit's and taters, y'all. You have terrible friends, probably. And on that note, we'll still have Taylor Swift shirts to help you prove that you do have good taste and good sense of humor. And you're horribly handsome. Yes. Incredibly attractive with the opposite sex. Or the same sex, Matt. There you go. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Are we? Is that it? Matt. I think done? that's it. All right. Well, we'll give, uh, give this Matt his money. <laughs> give that Matt his money. All right. Well, we'll end the show there. This is uh, Jorge signing off for episode sixty-eight of the Who Goes There podcast. This is Matt. This is Chris. I guess this is Miguel. You guess what else would you be? I don't know. I can't think of anything it's right an now. Awesome stuff shirt, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. It's can't get enough. It's because he's got it. All right, got everybody. Uh, good night, and I hate your guts. Are we doing? Should we announce what we're doing next? Nope. Nope. Oi. Bye. Oi. Oi. <laughs> I'm not gonna worry, wrinkles in my brow Nothing's ever gonna be alright, no how No matter how I struggle and strive I'll never get out of this world alive